She walks away, cuts away, they get caught. All these things happen. And then while they're getting caught, or the two sisters and Ahsoka's running away, we have the scene of the three Mandalorians up on top on the roof. One of them is Bo-Katan. And do you know who the other one is that's talking? No. Sabine's mom, Ursa Wren. Is it? It's Ursa Wren. So not only do we have Bo-Katan, but we have Ursa Wren who's next to her. And we know her from the only time, other time she showed up is uh, Rebels. And obviously she's the clan leader then. Like right? She has power. Um, and so this is kind of the beginnings of that, it looks like. And she mm-hmm. takes part in the Siege of Mandalore. But I have a prediction. And this is what I was telling you about uh, while we were watching the episode the second time. Could you take a guess on who do you think the third Mandalorian is? This is a wild theory, guys. I'm taking a shot here. I don't know if it's ever going to come true. But do you, could, could you take a guess, maybe? Um, I mean, I doubt it's Din Djarin, but... So, Dave Filoni, obviously, involved in Mandalorian, right? Directed a couple episodes. Ahsoka seems to be, offic- like, not officially, but she seems to be heavily coming into Mandalorian Season 2, right? Dave Filoni is heading the Clone Wars. What if that third Mandalorian is the armor? And this is where we first meet her. Okay, that would be dope. <laughs> that would be pretty. What? That's what I'm saying. And it would make sense. I mean, it would I don't know dope. how the age fits into it. It would be dope, though, because they're all women. Too, yes. So that would kind of. And I don't know how age fits into it, obviously, because it's a big chunk of time, right? It's at least, at least. 30 years at least okay and we know that the armorer kicked stormtroopers asses in the mandalorian like she was she was nimble like she she could she could destroy people but the fact that we have bo-katan which we don't know where she's at right uh when the mandalorian's around i happen to i happen to think that she's probably going to die at the siege of mandalore and that's how ursa ren takes over um but what if this is a young version of the armorer and it's kind of like a tease. and Because, look, whatever we may think, and we may be looking into it too much, there's a lot of connections between the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of connections. And we also know that the Darksaber is playing into the Mandalorian Season 2. It was in the Clone Wars. Bo-Katan was the last person to see the Darksaber that we knew, or to have it. And we know that the Siege of Mandalore takes place with Bo-Katan, I'm and that Ahsoka is there. I'm looking to see if her armor looks similar. It's it's different. It's way different because okay. she has she has uh, Bo-Katan's uh, clan armor on. Oh, okay. um, but that doesn't mean she can't be a, a clan leader herself at one point. And here's another catch: they just there's rumors floating around that Jamie Lee Curtis was just casting Mandalorian season two. Yeah, and a lot of people are thinking that she may be the, the face of the armor and the actress. And I, I, her name is Emily. I'm forgetting her last name. I literally just looked it up. But she voices the armorer. And there's a like if just Emily imagine Swallow. the age difference, the age difference. Emily Swallow. So Emily Swallow, yes, and her voice is great. But the age difference, if it's Jamie Lee Curtis, it fits, and that could be the armorer as a young version of that character showing up in the Siege of Mandalore. That'd be freaking. And sick. the connection there for us Star Wars fans, because she didn't speak, we didn't get a name, we didn't no, know that. She, I, I looked for it the second time uh, we watched it. I was like, who's speaking? Okay, there's one. <laughs> Two, and then the third one never. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling because Bo-Katan and Ursa Wren are two well-known characters, you're not going to have an unknown third character. That character is going to be there for a reason. Why not make it the armor? Everything is so methodical in this series that Dave Filoni wouldn't just 
throw an extra Mandalorian so, just just to do it. So that's that's my throwing something at the wall and seeing if it sticks. You should Bo-Katan. have seen him when he was watching it. He was like this. <laughs> Bo-Katan, Ursa Ren, and the Armorer, the three of them leading that clan. Holy crap, dude. And it would make sense because... Right, we're going to be getting the Siege of Mandalore. She knows about the Siege of Mandalore and the Mandalorian. She talks about it. She acts like she had been there. Um, she could have been one of the ones that peeled off when the Mandalore... Exactly, and she took her own little clan, or maybe yeah. she was gifted a clan or something. She and was her and Ren kind of separated and took them both different ways. She, Bo-Katan could literally just be like, I, you need to take them and go hide. And I have a feeling, you know, this. we'll get into this later on down the year when we talk about the Mandalorian Season 2, but I have a feeling that we're going to get the Siege of Mandalore and Ally of Action via a flashback of the armor telling us about it. And we're going to see Ursa Rem, we're going to see Bo-Katan, we're going to see Ahsoka, we're going to see Moff Gideon and all these characters. And this is just like, for us Star Wars fans that that really dive into it, this is like, okay, get ready. This is happening. This is huge. This is, I And mean, if it includes the man, if if the armor is in the Clone Wars, we're 100% seeing a flashback at the Siege of Mandalore. Oh, I, absolutely. If if we find out that that character is in one of these, it's it's a lock. It is an absolute lock that she will show up. The story will be either told or some type of flashback or something will come from the Mandalorian. Something. Because they're going to be months apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be f- probably fresh in our heads still. Not to mention, the Siege of Mandalore is like one of the biggest things for Star Wars fans. Like, well, it's it's a, it's the second purge in the Star Wars history. Yeah. They it, call it the Mandalorian purge. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's literally one of the like most important things for us. So, I mean, if you can find a way to connect that to something else, people are going to lose their mind. And Dude, I, I just see, I, I want to see more. I want to see I want to see more of the armor in action. That's all. She is. Oh my god. She is so awesome. And I hope you know we don't know what happened to her at the end of season one, but I hope she's back in present day in season two. But if we get her an animation like that's so cool. That's so cool. She fights and maybe fights Emily again with her uh, Emily Swallow voicing her too. Dude, if it's it. I, I know that voice. If if I hear that, I'm gonna lose my mind. They don't name her, but we hear her voice. God, I told you I was gonna blow your mind. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, I'm sure there's a reason why she didn't say something. I'm there's I'm sure there's a. He's not gonna put any more Mandalorians than he needs to put anywhere. Mandalorians are always strategically used in anything he does. So. He's not just going to... I mean, you could have been totally fine with just those two. Those two are big enough names. Those two are important enough. Why is there a third one? Mm-hmm. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. See, now... I need... If you don't know him, the best thing he does is when he reacts to something during an episode or whatever... He loses his mind. You, we should just do a Jake Berlin reaction to it. Well, last time we, we did it, we tried to do a watch-along slash reaction to a Mandalorian season or an episode, and they shot us down. So I haven't even attempted to do any more of them. And we didn't even have a video up. It was just sound. Like, So, I mean, I would love to do Clone Wars reactions, but it seems like YouTube is being so strict about it, unfortunately. Maybe we can just do certain it's parts. Like, it's, like when, uh, it's like when White Ahsoka 
Remember why you you captured that video of White Ahsoka? Oh, I have forever saved in my Snapchat memories him going like this when she came out and at the end of Rebels. Which we're gonna and I have a theory about her as well, and we'll get into that later on. Some this point. man and his theories, and the worst part is they're usually right. Twenty five to fifty percent of them are right, and then <laughs> well, more than, way more than that. I'm I mean, like a seventy five percenter. Throw out a lot of theories. I'm like that a seventy five percenter. I'm a seventy five percenter. There's no use fighting. Just give it, we'll give him the seventy five percent. But he does nail things accurately. If you nail this one, especially with Ahsoka and the Mandalorians, yeah, dude. If I nail this one, I, it's the Holy Grail. The armorer. I'm I'm picking the armorer to be that third Mandalorian aside Ursa Ren and Bo-Katan. Just imagine all three of them with their helmets off, or them fighting side by side with each other. One of them with a dark saber. Are you effing kidding? Well, she. I feel like she's gonna be. She'll be the one that probably tells the tale of the dark saber. Oh, a hundred percent. Because she's the only one that knows at this point. When we get to that point, yes. There's only yes. two people in my mind that could tell that story: Ahsoka or the uh, the armorer. And like I said, I, I do think that we won't see Bo-Katan in live action present day because I do think that by the end of Clone Wars, she probably will die, either by sacrifice or. Maybe we see an animated version of Moff Gideon show up, and that's how it all happens. I don't know. I feel like more than likely Maul will kill her. I think Ahsoka... Yeah, maybe. And maybe that's why Ahsoka kind of gets into the... Or maybe that's why her and Ahsoka... Have, or him and Ahsoka have that final battle, because he just killed Bo-Katan. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That, that's a very that's something we'll talk about next week, because next week is the final episode before we get the Siege of Mandalore. And next week's going to be... It's going to be a tell as far as where we're headed, because it's going to lead right into it. Oh, so. yeah. Well, and they knew right away... They saw so they didn't know who it was, but they said that's a Jedi. Like they they said the the Jedi Padawan I saw on or I met on. Oh God, I forget forgetting the planet name at the moment. Um, but yeah, Bo, her and Bo-Katan had a run in. Yeah. they're not friendly right now, which yeah. is which is even more interesting to where that relationship's gonna go. Um, it seems like it seems like at this moment, or I'll say this it. Even though it doesn't seem like it at this moment, it all it feels like Bo-Katan wants her for her for help. I'm sure she will. But it because the, they're kind of they they seem like the, they're going to be like all hands on deck type. That's yeah. what it feels like. It feels like she's kind of in desperate need, and she sees a Jedi Padawan on her own, kind of off, maybe distant from the order. And um, I have a feeling they're going to be the ones that get them out. We didn't even finish explaining the episode. They end up <laughs> they end up getting recapped. Yes. That's all you need to the know. The Mandalorians are going to get him out. Exactly. Yes. yes. And that that's clear. Yeah. That's clear. And it's going to be very interesting when that that uh that meetup happens with Bo-Katan and Ahsoka. Yeah, cuz sure. they literally went from the prison all this stuff and back right to the back prison. <laughs> literally the whole entire But episode. it's funny cuz a lot of the times like we th- we think of an episode like that it almost feels like a filler. This it felt like it told so much to us and answered so many questions that we needed. Yeah, and it it almost made like the the excitement of what to come kind of like negated the the slowness of the other two and the like whatever feeling. Um, because now, I mean, look at us now. We're now we're talking about Mandalorians, Mandalore, the Mandalorian. The fun armor. episode. Fun episode yeah. we had to talk about here. So it led to a lot of conversations that we'll definitely have more of down the road. So you agree that they're going to get them out of the prison? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> I think if it just it makes sense. Yeah. There's no other way really. Yeah. What other character? Could show up. The character is already there that we're looking for. You know that and uh, and how the uh, she's how, gonna, they're not. She's not going to do the exact. The, she's not going to literally go. 
All right, let's go round two. And well, that and, and how the following episodes are. It's we, it's literally Bo-Katan and Ahsoka going to lead the Mandalorians into Mandalore. It only makes sense that this is how they meet up. Yeah. Well, my theory was wrong last week that it was going to be Hondo. Yeah, that yeah. would have been awesome, though. I'll take this over. But story-wise, this fits better. I'll take this, this fits way better. over. I'll take this Mandalorians any day over Hondo. It's, it also feels very, uh, it also feels very um, Mandalorian again, where the Mandalorians saved Din Djarin in episode oh, yeah. three. I, I'm not saying we're going to see that, but how cool would it be just to see another Mando rescue with Bo-Katan, Ursa Ren, and the Armorer saving Ahsoka, Trace, and Rafa. Like, that'd be awesome. I, God, yeah. That'd be dope. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, how uh, like how dope would it be just to see the armor and then, like, all of a sudden, like, she puts on that, ch- that like, fur jacket mm. that she has and you're just like, oh, that's definitely her. <laughs> like, there's going to, if if it's her, they're 100% going to let us know. 100%. Oh, absolutely. They're not, Dave, Dave Filoni's not someone just, like, let it linger and they'll, be like, ha, 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 I got you guys. They'll probably introduce the character, like, but the thing is, is her name is not the armorer. We don't know what her oh, name is. Oh, no, I is. know. That's what I'm saying. They'll probably, I feel like they would probably be like, this is mm-hmm. whatever her name is. Might not show her face. Well, but, they can't. But that. Technically, like, they can't. Well, I mean, we've seen Bogotana and Sabine's. Yeah, which is the, it's, I, I wonder if it's just by clan. It's got to be a clan thing. I think it's more or less just so that way we can have a face too. So interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you could even like. You don't even have to show her face. You can literally just be like, this is blah, 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 blah. And then like something that ties it to like either the planet she's from or maybe she or some something to the Mandalorian. Just enough for us to the play. voice. It's all you need. Yeah. And, just, and, the, and obviously the cast list at the end of the episode in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> if you have El- Emily Swallow voicing her, we know she's the armorer. Yeah. So. Uh, but I guess we'll find out next episode and the episodes after that. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of the Fandalorian Club. We got into some uh, some deep cuts in the Clone Wars episode. Those damn episode Mandalorians seven. get us going every time. <laughs> <laughs> episode 7 of Season 7, Dangerous Debt. Um, again, this is all on Ahsoka's Walkabout. Um, and so make sure you guys let us know what you think down below in the comments, whether you're on audio or video. We would love to hear from you guys on what you think of the episode and our episode, our thoughts, theories, um, predictions, anything we had discussed here. Uh, make sure you guys leave us some thoughts down below. You guys can find us on YouTube, on audio, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just search at Apocalypse Movies. Search the name of the show, The Fandalorian Club, and you guys will find us there. Check out some cool t-shirts. We have a Fandalorian Club. We just didn't watch it wear today. Um, and so Variety. Yeah, we have a, we have a lot of them. Jake puts up so. too many. We can't afford all of them. I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, Mr. Brian Avlacino, I am Jake Berlin. This is The Fandalorian Club. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fandalorian Club, Apocalypse Movies All Star Wars Review Show. Not just show, but our review show. We are focusing on reviewing content in the galaxy far, far away. That includes movies, television, comic books, novels, who knows. But 
we are focusing on the Clone Wars as we have, have as we have, excuse me, the last seven weeks. Um, we are on episode seven of, of season seven, the back half, unfortunately. Um, third episode in what's called the Ahsoka Walkabout Saga. Um, the Asaga, as I termed it uh, a few weeks ago, um, just randomly. But uh, I'm not the only one who's going to be diving in this episode today. I am joined solo by the Grand Admiral Sino, Brian Alvesino. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk some uh, Clone Wars because I was waiting it's... for the hello there. But... I know from, from Jacob. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> he can't join us this week. Um, things going on in the world, and he's got to deal with some family stuff at the moment. But he would definitely be back next week to talk the Clone Wars. Uh, yeah. um, My transponders couldn't reach him. In the... Yeah, no Skype this week. No yeah. Skype this week. Um, but yeah, so... A Dangerous Debt is the title of the episode, and once again, it's following um, Ahsoka, Trace, and Rafa. Rafa. I always, I always want to say her name starts with an F for some reason. Rafa. Well, there's an F in it. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, uh, the last episode we had talked about last week, how, how we enjoyed how the episode left us on a cliffhanger. It felt very Clone Wars-esque. Um, it felt like one continuous story was being told, and it kind of left us in a place that we were looking forward to. Um what i hiccuped oh okay. right when you said that. um and i i will say this uh you know just getting initial thoughts out of the way i thoroughly enjoyed the episode yeah. i really did yeah. um i agree i will say that at the moment um keeping the bad bad stuff out of it out of these three it it by far feels the most clone wars we have gotten yet i will completely agree with you on any it. other quick thoughts before we kind of get into some spoilers territory i kind of felt like it was like all right finally like finally we're doing something we're we're trying to escape well in a gun battle or something and i'm just like we're not just literally following like it's so telling the ahsoka walkabout like i feel like that's all she's been doing is walking Walking. about (laughs) and now i'm like all right we got a little action going on now we get things are picking up a little bit yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they left us on a cliffhanger last, last yeah. episode. Um, it it just continued the story, and it that's a, a lot of the time that's exactly what the original Clone Wars episodes did because they were in four-episode arcs as similar to this. It felt very... <laughs> like, it was a Clone Wars episode. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, chasing and then leaving you on a cliff. Like, Well, what I liked about it is that, which is very Clone Wars... Um, clone, and I'm gonna say that a lot this episode, but um, Clone Wars episodes are typically so busy. Yeah, they're they're very busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. Whether it's just about one character or a dozen different characters, there seems to always be a lot of different things going on. And we were following these three characters, but they were never in the same spot. They started in a prison. They broke out of the prison. They escaped the building they were in. They went down to the city. And then they had this big old chase, and then they went back into prison. And so yeah. they, they were always moving. Um, and obviously characters move around, but it was just kind of a constant like pacing thing. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it, and it no was fun. Was exactly. And there were a lot of, of nods to old stuff. Obviously, we can talk about the very beginning of the episode um, as we begin our breakdown. Um, the reveal of why Trace and Rafa don't like the Jedi, or the Topsiders as they call them. Um they tell that harrowing emotional story about their parents and how their parents passed and how not that it wasn't exactly the Jedi's fault, but it happened with them there. And from their perspective, it was their fault because they think it could have been handled differently. Yeah. Um, 
just quickly, you know, while I'm talking, I'll mention I love, love, love the callback to a story we saw in the series with Zero the Hut. Um, and it, it could have been about any character, yeah. um, but they mentioned Zero the Hut, and they also mentioned Cad Bane, which is mm-hmm. awesome because Cad Bane is a beloved Clone Wars character. Um, they didn't mention him by name, but they said the alien with the red eyes, which is just obviously we know. Yeah. Um, and we and we also got mention of Luminara. That's her name, yeah. correct? Um, well, who is not, be- not namesake. She, but, but they said a beautiful green a creature. light green. A light green creature in dark robes. And, and with, with piercing eyes or something yeah, like that's that. that's literally her And, and Barra Sophie's master. Um, she was only in a handful of episodes, but she but then she also made the voice appearance in The Rise of Skywalker. And so she they're using was, her heavily lately. Well, yeah, and she was in Attack of the Clones for, at one point. She, yes, she does as, as most of them were, yes. Yeah, she yes. does light her lightsabers. Um, so that scene, uh, you know... It's funny, it, those two female voices... I feel like we keep hearing a lot more. That's what I'm saying. They keep using it more and more. Which I like because yeah. it it now makes that scene more important instead of just kind of like, who were those two voices? Exactly. So exactly. like, I'm all for that. I love that because it, that was almost kind of one of my complaints with that scene was because I was just like, why, why did we use those two? Like they have zero, like zero to none connection. And I appreciate now that they're tying simple things like a little mention to Clone Wars. Yes. Even just that little just that little bit makes that scene that much more important. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, um no no no, no 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 you're fine, you're fine. It, it's about the scene. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh you know, I, I love I'm, I mean, I guess it's a, a weird way to explain it, but um it makes me feel for them more the way they explain what happened. Um cuz we, we the last two weeks we've been harping on the fact that we weren't sure how we felt about Trace and Rafa. Yeah. Uh, we weren't sure about how we felt about their characters and how they kind of fit into it and uh, whether or not they were going to be important if it was just about them being there for Ahsoka's walkabout or whatever. But them telling the story, we knew something had happened. We knew that. But now that they kind of go to this depth and they reveal it, um, it brings more to the characters, in my opinion. Yeah. And I have a different perspective on them now, the previous two episodes, than I do on top of this one as well. Um, and I also love they kind of just they peppered in those callbacks to recent things that we know and love, like Cad Bane, like Illuminara, yeah. like Azero the Hut, and those stories we saw before. So, um, and that was in the first like literally the very first scene of the episode, which is really cool. Yeah, at least the first five minutes. Yeah, and I agree with you because we all are suckers for the nostalgia of it. Yes. So, like, anytime you're gonna like give us a tease where we can go oh i know that person like it's it's fun because i mean people that are new to it are probably not going to pick up on something like but like us that have watched it some of us have watched it dozens of times <laughs> i wouldn't it's, say dozens okay a couple i've seen a couple of us dozens of times <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it's cool it makes it almost kind of like gives you like a warm feeling inside where you're just like Ooh, I know what they're talking it, about. As Star Wars fans, 100%. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what we talk about when we read when we read a novel or even in the movies when they mention, like mm-hmm. like we had mentioned the the scene with Rey, the be with me scene where she's talking to all the Jedi. And when we finally heard about all the voices that were in there, we geek out hard as like little kids. And this yeah. is exactly the same thing. Yeah. And like I said, for those of us that are not attached to these Luminara and uh, uh, what's her name? Starts with an A. The other female. Ayala. Yeah. Doing things like that makes us attached to me. Makes it more. Now the next time I watch it, I'm going to probably think 
a little bit more to that mm-hmm. she did that thing. Anytime you can make us feel like if we read a book, like you connected us to that experience. And like you said, Star Wars fans, we appreciate that probably the most because of how big this universe galaxy. is. Galaxy. Yeah, galaxy, excuse me. Uh, I, meant just, I meant it as Star Wars universe. Uh, it's but, galaxy. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was it was really cool, and like you said, it was the first like five minutes. Yeah, and um, it, it also led to um, an interesting moment because Ahsoka. Dude, let me ask you this. Sorry, before you cut you off. This is the first episode I actually enjoyed the sisters. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I mean, I'll say I this. I wouldn't say enjoyed, but I was not like, why are we wasting? Our well, time? I'll say this. I I liked. Um, I didn't mind Trace in the first episode. I think I said that on here when we reviewed it. I didn't mind her in the first episode. It was Rafa that I've been questioning because she just seemed like this very, you know, one layered kind of basic character that they were using for the story. But yeah. now they both have layers. And over the last two episodes, Trace with dumping the spice and Rafa and now Trace again with the with the parent story, it adds layers to them that I that we didn't have beforehand. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people are going to start feeling that way with these characters. And I don't know how, how it's going to, how they're going to fit into it down the road or if they just in one more episode. Um, but they're interesting characters. And if they can build with them more the next episode, I can see them using them not just down the line in the season, but in sometime in the future in like a novel or a comic book oh, or yeah. something like that. You could that. easily do with those sisters, like one of those um, like junior adult novels. And then that gives you more tie into 1313 mm-hmm. or the Coruscant Underworld stuff like that. So do you I, do you still think Ralph is going to die? Because you had said that last week. After this episode, is it is it? Are you lesser lesser I on would that say now? I'm lesser now. Okay. Um, Fair. Just because the first two, she was very scummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added and, layers. Exactly. And they added now layers. now you kind of like feel for her, especially when she kind of like said like i had to take on the mom role and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and so then i'm kind of like now i'm kind of like oh yeah it would be kind of like that would kind of be like a really heartbreaking thing to to see yeah i don't think they're gonna kill her so i feel like that would i mean because they already lost their parents yeah and and trace exactly so So like and then you're gonna kill the sister and now trace is just all alone and so because like deuces yeah so i'm like yeah i don't don't see it as much anymore the the layers were stacked and that might have been like the the icing where it's like, okay, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so she this was not as scummy. No, as no, 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 has no been. not at all. She was still kept her like, like personality. Yeah. But she, she made it very clear. She was doing this to survive. She was doing this for her sister to survive. So it kind of like, you kind of went from like, oh, she's, she's trash to like, um, okay, now I get you. Um, so this moment also had an interesting thing with Ahsoka when she had said, what if I was a Jedi? Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was about to tell him. So was I, but I am now backing off on what I said either the two weeks ago or last week. And the fact that she's going to reveal, I don't think she's going to reveal. I don't think she is either. But I do think that they will find out. The, and I think that's when, I think that's when they'll go their separate ways. I think she'll, she'll either do something. Yes. Where, cause she's almost been caught doing, I mean, uh, she did Ra- it way more this episode than she has the Rafa, past two. like twice was like that. She literally said when she jumped, she goes, "That's not normal." Uh-huh. And so like, uh, whereas Trace is more scatterbrained, so she doesn't pick up on it, I think, as much. But Rafa's like, she's on to it a little bit. So I think either when she's leaving, 
someone might say something like Jedi Padawan Ahsoka or Jedi Ahsoka or something. And they're like, what? Or she's going to do something that just when she's like leaving, they're going to be like, wait a minute. And then put the pieces together. See, I I happen to think that she's going to do something to save them or in a time of need. And they're going to see that. And that's what's going to kind of put a conflict between Uh, them. But but what you're saying about uh, maybe someone revealing it, that someone could be Bo-Katan. Which great segue. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the one um, to start. That. One of my, one of my favorite Clone Wars characters, a character that I have been predicting to be in Mandalorian season two for quite a while now. I'll just say that. Um, she shows up. Uh, we we know that by the voice of the great Katie Sackoff. Um, and we I looked at the very end. Yes, you saw it through the cast anything. list. Yes. Um, but yeah, so she shows up for a very short time. They're running through the city because look from. From the opening scene until when Bo-Katan shows up, it's just them on the run. Uh, there's not a lot of stuff that happens. Like we had mentioned, Osoko uses her powers to save Trace from jumping the bridge. She jumps the bridge herself. She it's uses uh, to, to bring the, the guys out of the... She straight up like used them to yes, die. Which but is, but I, what I was referring to was uh, when they were crossing the bridge, she... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah to push the them, yes. Crates. So, excuse me. So yeah. she's, she used it a lot more this episode, but it was in a time of need and everything oh, yeah, from, she, that's right. Which oh, that's I at the very end. Kind of, no, uh, that no, that was before they, they broke yeah, out. Yeah, you're was, right. You're uh, right. Which I thought was kind of weird because she's like, I only have one shot at this. I was like, what do you only have? Maybe because Trace might. Maybe, or Rafa might have woke up or something. Yeah. yeah I, that Both times I watched that, I was like, why is she saying one shot? She, if it doesn't work, do it again. Like, but anyways, that's beyond the point. No, so... Uh, from from the time of the very first scene that we had talked about for for at length, nothing really happened until until Bo-Katan showed up. Yeah, and they were running through the city, and they essentially ran into Bo-Katan. I'm so surprised the they didn't see. Got caught. Well, no. So the, all three of them were running. Yeah. And Bo-Katan turned around, and oh, then yeah, they yeah, got yes, caught. Yes, 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 yes. And I so mean, they yeah. literally ran, and she was standing like right here. And I would I understand that things are going on, um, but she was like she was like right there. I I guess Osoka well, was really hooded. Yeah, well, they were hooded. You're correct. Um, and so she showed up, and then it cuts away, 